0: God, you open wide your hand, giving us food in due season. Out of your never failing abundance, satisfy the hungers of body and soul and lead all peoples of the earth to the feast of the world to come. We make our prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your son, who lives and reigns with you in union with the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever.
1: Even though barley bread was considered food for poor people, the generous gift from the stranger to the prophet Elisha shows how highly God's prophet was regarded. Later we will hear about bread left over in the miracle story that we read in John's Gospel. A reading from the Book of Kings. A man came bringing fruit from the first fruits to Elisha, the man of God, 20 loaves of barley and fresh ears of grain in his sack. Elisha said, give it to the people and let them eat. But his servant said, how can I set this before a 100 people? So Elisha repeated, give it to the people and let them eat. For thus says the Lord, they shall eat and have some left. Servants said it before them, they ate and had some left, according to the word of God. The word of the Lord.
0: Thanks be to God.
1: In the following passages from the letter to the Ephesians, Paul teaches us that living in Christ's life, we are to be humble, gentle, gentle, patient, and willing to put up with others' faults. Imagine how much better our lives would be if we lived that way. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters, I, the prisoner of the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love making every effort to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to the one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in all. The word of the Lord.
0: Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you and with your
2: spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John.
0: Glory to you,
2: Lord. Jesus went to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, also called the Sea of Tiberias. A large crowd kept following him because they saw the signs that he was doing for the sick. Jesus went up the mountain and sat down there with his disciples Now, the Passover of the festival of the Jews was near. When he looked up and saw a large crowd coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, where are we going to buy bread for all these people to eat? He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered him, six months wages would not buy enough bread for each of them to get a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to Jesus, there is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what are these among so many people? Jesus said, make them sit down. Now there was a great deal of grass in the place, so they sat down, about 5,000 in all. Then Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated, so also the fish, as much as they wanted. When they were satisfied, he told his disciples, gather up the fragments left over so that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up, and from the fragments of the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten, they filled 12 baskets when the people saw the sign that he had done they began to say this is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world when jesus realized that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king he withdrew again to the mountain by himself the gospel of the lord Amen.
0: I had an amazingly frightening experience this morning. I was toasting my blueberry bagel. And I heard this rapping at the back door, the kitchen door. And I looked and there were three huge black birds at the door. Now I keep asking my friend, Al Triester, What's the difference between a crow and a raven? And Al has told me a number of times: ravens are bigger. Their tails are flat and they have really, really sharp beaks. And these three ravens were back there and, and banging on the door. And I opened the door and I said, Well, what do you want? And the spokesman for the rais- raven said, where's the dog? (laughs) Well, she's upstairs sleeping and the spokesperson said, we're from New Jersey. We're from Metuchen. We want to talk to the dog. We just want to talk to her. I said, I'm sorry, but at this point I'm thinking, these birds are so darn big, they could, they could pick her up and, and carry her and, and, and drop her over Newark. <laughs> and I said, she doesn't want to talk to you. And I slammed the door and locked it. Now, I'm pretty sure that my Ziva won't want to go outside today in the backyard in case the, uh, the three ravens out, the three ravens from Metuchen are still there. I kind of made up most of that. There were three huge, (laughs) incredibly huge black birds. Oh man, wow. You know, uh, the story that we proclaim today from the Gospel of John, that story of the multiplication of the loaves and fishes, that story appears in all four of the Gospels, but The stories are a little different in each of the Gospels, especially in John. And what this story did for us today, this story opened the door for us to reflect on what it is we do when we share the Eucharist. The story of the five loaves and the two fish is a story that makes us think about, well, what is it that we're doing here? What does it mean? What effect does what we do have in our lives? It opens the door for us to reflect, to consider, to pray. Now, there are a couple things in the story that we hear from John's gospel today that... uh, are difficult for me. First of all, it says that this takes place in the Sea of Tiberias, near the Sea of Tiberias in Galilee. And then John is sure, sure to tell us that this was around the Passover time. I read that and I think, well, wait a minute. As a faithful Jew, What's Jesus doing up north in Galilee? Shouldn't he be down in the southern part celebrating the Passover in Jerusalem? Why does John's Gospel have him in Galilee? The other thing about the story that kind of confuses or concerns me, by the way, the the, new phrase that people are using a lot now is, it's concerning to me. You've been hearing that, it's concerning. That and resilience, it's concerning to me. In this story, well, first of all, in the Passover, when Moses is told that he feeds the people and they get the manna in the desert, I shouldn't tell you this, but there's a, I have a cartoon that it shows the people in the desert and they're looking up and the manna is coming down and a bird flies over and Moses said to the one, that wasn't manna. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Susan, don't tell anybody I told that. Where were we? We were in the desert. The Lord said to Moses, not to save anything for the next day because if you save what's left over you're saying that you don't trust God you don't trust that God is going to be there to feed you the next day then what's the deal with Jesus in this gospel he's telling them to gather the fragments together and they gathered these fragments of this barley bread which was bread for poor people And John tells us that there were 12 baskets of fragments left over. That's a lot of baskets. Hmm? That's a lot of fragments. It's almost enough to feed the whole world if you let your imagination play with it. This very simple bread, poor folks' bread, when it is touched by the hands of Jesus, becomes an amazing treasure, an amazing wealth of food for all people. The thing about today's story that Jack proclaimed that really, really stuck with me. At the end of the story in John's Gospel, John tells us that the people, they were about to seize Jesus and make him king. And he runs away from them. He goes off into the wilderness to reflect, to pray. They wanted him to be the bread king. They wanted him to provide for their needs and their wants when they needed and wanted, but that they really have any faith in who he is. Wasn't there a story about Jesus being in the desert? He was tempted to be the bread king. Do you remember that story? Turn these stones into bread. No, only by the mouth of God are we fed. So Jesus refuses to be the bread king. The irony for me is that it's not too far later in the gospel of John that Jesus is crowned king. He's crowned with jagged thorns, and his throne is a rugged cross. Behold your king. John tells us that Jesus went off by himself to reflect on the miracle, and to reflect on the people's reaction to the miracle. He went to reflect and to understand what this miracle said about the Father, and what this miracle of the bread said about Him, who He really is. You know, after we receive communion, we have a few minutes of quiet prayer. I I don't know what happens for you in those few minutes. Those minutes are supposed to be our time to reflect. To reflect on what it is that we've done. What it is that we've shared. To reflect on what difference what we've done makes in our lives. That could be one of the most important parts of the mass. that we take the few minutes and reflect on what we're doing and what difference it makes. At the end of minute prayer yesterday, I asked the guys if, if they would be willing to share what they pray, how they reflect after they've received communion. And I jotted down what they said, and later in prayer I put it together. Listen to what our brothers at Men at Prayer said. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for you. And for your abiding presence. You fill me up. When I am empty. You come into my heart. And you help me to overflow in blessing to others. You pick me up when I fall down. Over and over again. And you give me strength. To do the things strength for the things that I don't know I'm lacking. Let this Eucharist not bring me condemnation but health health in mind and body. Strengthen me to give glory to the Father by the way I live my life. One with you I live. One with you I die to self in service to others. One with you I rise to eternal life. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at
1: goodshepherd-sc.org.